Skype of Cthulhu presents Call of Cthulhu Scenario The Code by Christopher Lackey with Lynn Hardy. Alright. So you have uh sorry, this is uh the code by Christopher Lackey. Um and let's you are all um people who know Dr. Kenneth Connolly. Uh, you might know him for different reasons. Some of you may know him as a family friend. Some of you may know him uh, when the time he taught physics at Miskatonic University before he left a few years back after coming into some family money. Maybe you met him after he came into that money and he was traveling around doing research on some personal project that he just didn't want to talk about with you. None of you have seen him over the last couple of years. He's sent you all holiday cards with just a signature, but that's been his habit since as long as you've known him. He's a friendly, odd duck. He's clearly brilliant, but he's got that sort of mad scientist vibe to him. He always gives you this energy as if he was on the verge of some new breakthrough that then just wouldn't materialize. You all... And it's popped up in the notes here in an improper place we'll fix later. You all receive a postcard or a telegraph wow. signed by him. Perhaps somebody would like to read said telegram. I have done it. I have made the greatest scientific discovery of all time. I need your help. Please come Friday, September 17, 5 p.m. to Wellington Manor, Hampton, New York. It is of the utmost importance. Kenneth Connolly. And then uh, it, it, yeah. it, it, it like a uh, Mission Impossible. It it turned into smoke and disappeared. Yes, <laughs> perhaps oh, somebody moved it further down the page. It's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm. This is that part where you sort of uh, where you're all trying to figure out how you all know each other. I'm going to say anybody who is from Miskatonic is at Miskatonic in the greater Boston area. Uh, you may know each other if you wish to, in terms of uh, communicating or perhaps carpooling and the like. Uh, <laughs> if you would rather just drive by yourself, that's fine too. Uh, and then those of you who are from other places, um, maybe you could all identify who you are and uh, where you're coming from and maybe even how you know uh, uh, Kenneth. Why don't we start off with Jim? Uh, yes, uh, Professor Professor Basil Sinjin Smythe, uh, Professor of Philology here at Miskatonic University. Uh, professor Connolly and I worked together uh, closely on a few projects, um, attempting to come up uh, with a uh, a new physical process for identifying the age of certain manuscripts. Uh, good man, good man. Uh, a little. Uh, Interestingly tempered at times, um, but on balance, I enjoyed uh, working with him. Excellent. Rachel? I'm Claire Whiteley. I knew Professor <laughs> Connolly from the University of Chicago, where I'm a grad student studying anthropology. He's a fascinating man, and I attended many of his lectures and discussions and um uh, we became very close while I was there. 
All right, Steve. Yes, I'm uh, Patricia Boone. Uh, Ken was a uh, an old client of mine when he was at Miskatonic. Uh, I helped him with uh, file a few patents, and in turn, he helped introduce me to some of his uh, colleagues. And uh, I helped them with some work, and my career flourished. It's been quite a while since I've seen him, but uh, I do miss old quirky Ken. Excellent. Randall? So I am Robert Malum. Um, I know Colonel Lee since we were in college. We were in college together. Um, we took uh, physics classes together. We were close friends um, back then. Then we, you know, our careers took different um, paths and we kept in touch until he around the world. And last thing I heard from him is uh, he sent me a Christmas card from Albany. So. Excellent. Gary? Might be muted. Too hmm. to be quiet. Might be very, very quiet. All right, well, let's go to Edwin. We'll come back to Gary. I am uh, Anasalis Laforge and uh, a researcher and practitioner in uh, dream studies. And uh, I met uh, the good professor. Connolly in Grenoble when my father, a uh, physical chemist, hosted him while he was visiting our university for a uh, extended research visit some uh, several years ago. And uh, we have kept in touch from time to time since then. OK, let's give a try for Gary again. Uh, hello, can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. yes, great. Yes. Cool. Sorry, just Bluetooth problem. Um, I'm Simon Steele, uh, a freelance journalist um, in Boston. Uh, basically, he's, he's a friendly friend of ours and I've known him for years and I've helped him out now and then for photography or writing articles and that sort of stuff. Okay, so how would people like to get to Hampton, New York? If you are coming from, um, Chicago, you're probably going cross country till you get to around Albany and turning north. Those are where the main roads are to get up. Hampton's not that far outside of uh, Rutland, Vermont, but the roads there are not nearly as well established as they are in and around the Albany area going north. Uh, if you're coming from Boston, again, you might just travel due, due east or west to get to Albany and then go north. And certainly if you're coming from Oh, I don't know, Connecticut, you're definitely coming just straight up to Albany and north from there. So I guess I just ask, is anybody carpooling? So is this is not uh, this is is this a this is a fake town? No, nope, it's a real time. You can look yeah. it up on MapQuest. Yep. Oh, I see. OK, I was like half, halfway up on the right. Yep. Yep. Uh, is there a train from? <laughs> oh, there absolutely is a from train Park. and a bus. Well. <laughs> Sorry, Basil. I, that, was, that was crazy of me. <laughs> uh, yes, there's absolutely a train that will take you right from Boston to Albany and then north up to uh, 
Hampton. Well, I will be taking the train. Um, I'll probably drive. Is there is there any Boston. indication? So we got these this telegram individually. There's no indication of of who else. I mean, I, does any of us even have any indication that anyone else received such a telegram? Or well, um, I guess it's you're going to have to decide if you're care. I mean, you all all the people. He is he's not he's not a very sociable man. His circle of friends, the people that showed up for say his retirement party or his I'm leaving party from Miskatonic was not a large gathering. It's not quite, you know, people around a kitchen table, but it's not much bigger than, you know, a living room party. Right. So okay. you would, you would, if, if you were curious, if you were the sort that was curious, you probably would know the two or three other people he might call in the area. Cause you met them at the party, which was went on for a long time. But, uh, you know, if you're the sort of person that's not that curious, then that's fine too. Yeah, I would probably just assume, uh, not worry about it and just travel by myself. So, yep, sounds good. I mean, Simon's fairly sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, Simon's fairly curious. So, if there are people around the Boston area, he probably would have got to know them. Yeah. I'll say so, that I'm likely to have run or I'll probably run into uh, Dr. Sinjin Smith on the train coincidentally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Sinjin Smythe, my dear, please. <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Smith, right? Uh, uh, Robert Malone. Randall, how do you think you'd get there? You would certainly know Simon Steele if you wanted to ride with him. You would yes. also. Uh, I, I will call Simon, ask him if he got the telegram. And if he did, then I will, you know, ask him to do the carpooling. Yep, most definitely. Thank okay. You, Simon. See you there. Now, yep. I don't remember exactly, but I believe you told me uh, when you were passing on the character that Patricia lives in New York City. Is that right? I believe she lives in Hartford. In Hartford. But she oh, might okay. live in New York City. Either is fine. And she certainly has access to her own car. Okay. Yeah. No, Hartford sounds good. I'll just drive up. And if you were generous, you might pick up the people at the train station because. Yes. That's true. I could offer. I think uh, coming from the most out west, I probably come in by myself. Yep. That makes sense. All right, so um, for the sake of convenience, uh, let's have Claire drive herself out. Uh, Basil and uh, Anacelis, are you okay with getting a ride with Patricia? Uh, sure. Okay. I mean, you can rent a car, of course, if you'd rather just travel with uh, the professor. This is a good opportunity to continue your you know, networking. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I, I certainly yeah, it's a little confusing because I wouldn't have been at Miskatonic when Doctor Connolly was. So it would have oh, to be that's right, Doctor Sinjin Smythe, I think, to know. Uh, Steel or uh, mm. Boone or whoever, Boone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes sense for you to have met. Uh, the good professor 
on the uh, the train. Yeah, I mean he cuts a he cuts a strong figure. Oh no, no, I'm sure I know who I know. I'm sure I know who 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 uh, who he is and uh, would recognize him. And yeah, and we we can certainly talk to each other. And I mean, yeah. he believes everything. Yes, that's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mister Ford. I, I had heard you were just about to uh, be made uh, professor. Oh. Oh, that is wonderful news. I, I certainly hope so. In Miskatonic's uh, new dream studies department. Uh, fascinating, yes. Yes. Oh, look, we're here. <laughs> oh, and this uh, is, uh, I, I believe this is a, a lawyer from our town who, who uh, <laughs> works with the university faculty sometimes. He is helping, uh, she is helping me with my, uh, with my visa. Oh, yes, Miss Boone. Miss Boone, you around, but we have not yes, had the yes. pleasure. Yes, love it is see it, you. Is both. it Miss or is it uh, Mrs. Boone yet? Uh, miss. Oh, well. We give him an uh, an assessing glance. I'm sorry to hear that, Miss Boone. <laughs> it's uh, it's not really a tragedy, to be honest. But please, please, the car waits. Well, then, by all means, let us see what it is that uh, Professor Connolly has for us. Yes, it is. We're not exciting. planning. We don't have any luggage because we're not planning on staying overnight. Is that right? Oh, I'm sure we're staying overnight. There's no way I'm going to New York for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for 5 p.m. Yeah, I have an overnight bag for sure. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, so you are all able to make your way up um, Hampton. I mean, there's no sign saying Wellington Manor, but as you get into Hampton, which is a tiny little town, there is, you know, the traditional, you know, general store. It's got, you know, single pump in front of it. Uh, you know, it looks like it's got, you know, all the, all the, you know, it's got a grocery store and the post office and the gas station. You know, it's it's that place that everybody goes to to do all their things in a small town. Uh, you're welcome to talk to the manager there. He's happy to get your business if you show, so choose to do so, but he's also happy just to give you directions as well. Leave directions will be sufficient. Oh, oh that's uh, not a problem at all. You... Uh, Unless you would prefer, unless you would, uh, uh, unless you need a moment to discuss the gentleman's dreams, Miss LaForge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Doctor Sinjin Smith. I think I am fine. Oh, well, yes. Uh, well, um, uh, he seems a little sort of not sure what to do with that interaction. He said, "Well, no, you just uh, see that road there. Just take that north. You're going to go about eight miles or so." And then you'll see a dirt road on your right. Uh, it's got a little, it's got a little green sign hanging off of it that says the manor. Uh, it's due for a paint job, but I'm sure the, uh, I'm sure the uh, professor will get to it sometime soon. And then uh, just head down that road. It's, uh, boy, it must be quite a party up there. There's all sorts of people stopping by here to get directions. Oh, who are they? there? Hmm. He, this is where uh, Dr. Connolly lives. Yes, yes, yes. He inherited it from, uh, I don't think it was from his uncle, but it was sort of close enough. 
you know, my understanding. It's a house that's been in the family for years. I, I guess other people just died off enough, and suddenly he got to have it. But uh, yeah. Patricia frowns slightly and says, "When you say it needs a paint job, do you you're referring to the sign or the the house, the manor?" Oh, I I, I myself haven't been to the manor in quite some time. He's He's a he's a nice enough guy, and uh, but uh, he uh, he's not he's not overly social. But maybe uh, you know over time when uh, he and the that young lady friend of his get to know each other, that that might, maybe something will happen then. Young lady friend, oh, this is gossip. Oh, oh yes, this is a young young lady who's uh, been staying with him since he came back. Are we all there? From where? I'm going to just say you're all sort of coincidentally there, mm. or these can be separate conversations that all sort of happened. You're all hearing anyway, because it's more interesting and I get confused if we had too many variables. So yes, if somebody else wants to ask another question that sort of flows from this. That's fine. Where did he come back from? Oh, the last I heard he was out in uh, Chicago. But uh, I guess he was traveling all over. He spent some time in, in D.C. and somewhere in California. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know how much money they've got up there, but uh, he seems to be doing okay for himself. Oh, that is good. He's no a nice man. Those, uh, yes, no doubt those earlier patents I helped him with uh, hmm. are, uh, are paying off for him. Did I mention I, uh, I helped several of his colleagues in Mississippi? Professors. Oh, um, oh, okay. <laughs> that, that, you are a, uh, a patent yeah. attorney, Miss Of of many things. My uh, yes, my my firm handles patents frequently, but uh, we have uh, many specialities. Like I said, I'm I'm a partner in my firm and <clears throat> rather large firm at the time. So any needs you may have. I think I am fine. Thank you. As you wish. You may need me someday. <laughs> Let well, us hope not. I mean, of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I shall be sure to keep your name in mind. Jim, it seemed like you're being skeptical right there. I think you should roll a D3. <laughs> 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 promise is a promise. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, the store owner will uh, fill you up with gas if you need more gas. And offer you some sandwiches if you want sandwiches. Otherwise, just uh, go about his business. Is it a far long enough drive that we need sandwiches? Oh, it's about 45 minutes. Oh, I think Don't I can eat sandwiches for food. Yeah. I'm sure there were sandwiches on the train. Yes, I think I can wait for 5 p.m. and dinner. All right. Huh? I'll make sure I get uh, this gentleman's name just as a uh, friendly gesture. Oh, Clem, Clem Sanders. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you as well, Clem. Perhaps we'll see you on the way out as well tomorrow. Well, please do. Please do. And uh, give my regards. Absolutely, absolutely. 
And uh, this this lady friend, is, uh, just out of curiosity, is is it a Mrs. Conley now? No, no, not yet. I think that they're still um, a little uncomfortable about this. I think they're just uh, living up there together for now. I, mean, I feel I feel better now knowing that her, her brother's up there too to you know keep things on the up and up. That's uh, yeah. Her brother? Uh, do yeah, these people? David. Do you, David. And what's what's what was the Mrs. Miss name? What was her Elizabeth. Name? Elizabeth. Any what, last what name? Pleasant scandal. Roland. Her last name's Roland. They're very Elizabeth. nice people. Okay. Much more sociable than the uh, professor is. <laughs> when was the last time you saw the professor? Oh boy, um, I don't think I've seen him for a couple of weeks, but that's not—that's not that surprising. Yeah, he yeah. can be a bit reclusive. Yeah, I saw David a few days ago. He came in for some supplies, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen Elizabeth or the professor for a while. Okay. Well, excellent. You still, you still, you're, you still have an opportunity, Mrs. Miss Boone. <laughs> oh, with the Rollins, you mean? Uh, with Professor Connolly. Ah, yes, yes. We have done business in the past. No, it sounds like <laughs> he was doing well for himself this time. So, and it would Perhaps, seem he uh... is still unmarried. So. <laughs> She sort of frowns at this a little bit, but yes, Professor. Yes, still unmarried. But yes, you perhaps you'll see how uh, how much it profits um, a partnership at some point, and you may you may regret the day you uh, you turned down my help. But anyway, to the car. So it's pretty much as Clem des described. It's about a eight-minute ride up, and then you turn onto a dirt road that uh, that just seems to go on forever. Um, and it just, you know, you get the sense that this is the sort of road that used to have horses and a buggy on it, and cars. It just wasn't built for cars, and nobody sort of really paid attention to it for a while. But after, you know. Maybe about twenty minutes or so, you finally, you finally, uh, the road sort of starts to uh, turn, and you can see, and it's a uh, you turn and see a, a Georgian-style mansion in front of you. You know, it's it's uh, three stories high. It looks like it's got four columns in front of it, very symmetric in the style. It reminds you of uh, uh, we've been watching uh, Perot mysteries lately. Oh, the, okay. the old sort of countryside English houses type things that, mm -hmm. you know, would be mansions for us. You know, and they're oh, yes, our country house. Yes, uh, it's that that kind of feel to it. Uh, but it does it does feel a little rundown. It doesn't look like it's had a, a good painting in quite some time. Um, there's a shed off to the a barn off to the side there. And there are four cars parked in the little circular driveway there. Excellent. And uh, just out of curiosity, this dirt road, is it in good repair in case I would uh, 
you know, on the way out when I haven't driven it, I'll drive at reasonable speeds. But perhaps tomorrow it might be fun to race along it. Yeah, you get the sense that's the sort of thing that could drop your engine onto the ground. And right, right. Behind yeah. you. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's fall. It's not you know, the spring ruts. This is just bad maintenance. Yeah, yeah. How's a girl to have any fun around here? What about the grounds, the, the the area leading up to the house? Does it have the look of just wild, or does it have the look of, uh, you know, a farm gone wild, or orchard gone wild, or garden gone wild? Or I assume it's not like the rest of the house is not neat and maintained. But oh no, any indication right. that this was, you know, this was once orchard and it's just been let go, or what's the? Well, so you you drove up a long road that was forested, and and undoubtedly people, you know did some uh timber work back there maybe back in the olden days or even not so old days they were hunting through there uh but when you when you when the driveway comes to an end uh there's a large expanse of grass all around the house and around the barn around the parking area uh and it looks freshly mowed you know it looks it it it, it looks like it's been reasonably upkept it's just the house looks like nobody's put any real money into it in a while so, yeah, you would say that, again, this manor house is large enough. You'd expect to have some some sort of living servants, perhaps some of the grounds maintenance, some of the cook the meals, things like that for the size it is. It definitely has. It de- you would not be surprised to see that. Yep. Okay. Walk up and ring the bell. All right. And the uh, the door opens yep. up. My- yep. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm, gonna, just, I'm just going to, for the sake of story, say, have... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that um, Malom, when he heard that, you know, um, Kennedy's living with a young lady and, you know, with a lot of money, he started looking, you know, even more depressed. And um, <laughs> he has some inner, inner hope that this young lady, you know, is not very attractive and, you know, and so he can feel better about himself. <laughs> uh great i didn't put that in the, the uh, pre-gen for you but excellent uh yes yeah. you are you say... are un, you are unmarried as well mr malone oh, uh, i just got a an ugly divorce yeah ah. just went through a bad divorce you know i'm i i've been wondering if i made all the right decisions through my life you know now that I'm seeing Canada here, I'm starting to wonder if, yeah. Can I introduce you to Miss Boone here? She is <laughs> married as well. Oh. How'd you make out the strong... friend Organizing. My friend? Sorry. Perhaps a good strong uh, uh, organizing influence in your life. That would be just the thing. Oh, Talk turkey when we get inside. My friend, I would say stay single. That's where I believe, what I believe. Yeah, yeah. He's going to give us that smile to everyone. Yeah, don't don't worry about me. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Okay, yes. So uh, you've knocked on the door and a... uh, the door opens. There's a uh, young man. He is dressed in. Um, they they don't look dirty, but they're clearly work clothes. You know, flannel shirt and and, uh, and thick 
thick pants and black boots and he's shaved shaved head and he says uh yes can i help you oh oh you must you must be here for the guest of the professor yes and you are oh william fetter william fetter i'm uh i'm the uh groundskeeper here helping out ah well yes if you would inform dr Connolly that his guests have arrived Hmm. The the doctor is uh, indisposed right now, but he uh, has instructed me to bring you to your rooms and and then provide uh, light snacks in the sitting room where you can uh, speak to uh, Professor Quinn and uh, Miss Carlson, who arrived before you. Very good. If you would follow me, please, all of you, come, come. I'll follow him. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, so uh, you walk in and you're in the foyer and it's, you know, it's, it's expansive as you'd expect, you know, a big wide area at the, at the, and sort of in the middle of the room, there's a staircase that sort of go, you know, grandly makes its way up to the second floor. Uh, and, and he offers to take your coats. If any of you are wearing coats. You see him put him in a small room next to the front door there. And he says, please, if you could follow me. He leads you up to the second floor. So what I'm going to do, because I think the idea of trying to make you all figure out where everything is by my descriptions seems wildly unproductive, even by my standards, is I'm going to give you maps. Huzzah! Huzzah, indeed. Excellent. So, he leads you in. You all arrive in area one on the first floor. It's a big sweeping area, and he brings your coats over into area two. And takes you up to the second floor. And, uh, Proceeds to lead all the menfolk into the rooms on the second floor. So, um, told you uh, I'd be on the third floor. Basil, you will be in room four. Robert, you will be in room three. And Simon, you are in room two. And then leading the lady folk up. To the third floor. He says, uh, Claire, you'll be in room two on the third floor. Annalise, you'll be in room three. And Patricia, you are in room five. Wait, wait. I hear, I thought you said Robert was in room three. Different floor. Different floor. Oh, different floor. Got it. Okay. Two, three. Yes. It's compared oh, okay. to three, three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and after he is done sort of putting all the rooms he says uh, please if you could just drop your things off I'll bring you down to uh, meet the other guests uh, without going a, a moment please oh of, of course without and, going uh, too detailed into the map the room? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so the powder room on the third floor would be number seven 
So I assume we're going up and down the, the main staircase here in the center? Yep. Are, th are those... Well, I haven't been up to the third floor, so I wouldn't see. Is that another staircase in the top left of the house there? What is what is what is that? Uh, so there is a there is an on the second and third floor on the first floor. You can see uh, there is another staircase, and you you would you of course Basil would know that's the servants' staircase. Oh, okay. So it is. A, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that. It was what not it the sort of thing you would be going on. No, 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 no. And he he will uh, at least he will simply say, "Well, I will I will meet you downstairs then." Make his Thank way down you. to the first floor. I think Patricia would also be interested in, well, unless of course, Annalise was interested in using facilities. Just you know, pop her purse out and kind of straighten herself up and try to do. Some very informal chat as if, you know, trying to make friends and nice and all that kind of stuff. As well for, um, uh, sorry, I don't have all the names yet. Claire. Uh, yes, Claire, yes, yes. Oh, Patricia, I do love your hat. Oh, do you? Thank you very much. It yes, is. I find it's it compliments so my, uh, oh, oh, you yes. know, I, yes, yes. I, um, I, I know someone in, uh, in, in Connecticut there that, you know, it was a, it's a lovely place. I could uh, easy to get one for you oh. if you like. It would very, very much set off your, uh, set off those beautiful eyes of yours. Oh, well, thank you. That is so kind of you. Absolutely. So kind. Well, I don't think I've ever been out east before. Um, yes. Where do you hail from again? The Midwest, I believe. Well, I, I'm originally from further south, but uh, I met up with Professor Connolly at the University of Chicago. Ah, there you are, yes. Fine institution. Oh, thank you. I, I, I have enjoyed it greatly. Um, ac academics breeds uh, funny ducks, I must say. <laughs> so it does, so it does. And Ms. LaForge, you um, are a new professor, I understand? Well, I uh, I think that may be a little bit uh, ahead of the cart, as 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 you say. Um, oh. But I am uh, hoping to uh, to be hired as a professor. Yes. Oh, I'm sure a woman like you will have no problems with that at all. Oh, thank you. That is that is very kind. And, and what is it that you study? I I study dreams. <gasps> Wow, that's fascinating. Yes, well, it really is. How's well, we they, should uh, have a long chat. Oh, are you interested in uh, in dreams? Well, I study anthropology, and I do think that sometimes there is um, you can tell something about a people by their dreams. Wouldn't I you would say? agree. Yes, yes, absolutely. I have. Uh, studied uh, people's dreams and uh, by society. That is what I started with, in fact. Oh, well, we will have to from dreams. Indeed, indeed. Well, this place is kind of spooky, I think. Uh, it might uh, <laughs> inspire some dreams tonight. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> 
That was awesome, polite laughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we go meet the gentleman? Yes, I think it is uh, time for a drink. Oh, that is the most excellent idea I've heard all day. This was quite a long uh, thirst-making day. Uh, the gentleman folk, will you also be engaging in chit-chat or rushing down to get a drink? Uh, I will drop my bag off and then immediately uh, just kind of pat my coat pocket, make sure the pipe is still where it's supposed to be, and then head downstairs. <laughs> Do we know where we're going downstairs? Well, uh, he he heads you you uh, you run you run into William down there, and he leads you to. Uh, so it's it's right through here into the sitting room right here. It's number four in your map. Uh, and this sitting room looks to be a, you know, well-proportioned room. There are a number of chairs sort of spinning around in a circle. Uh, as you walk in, there is a middle-aged man who's got graying hair and a beard dressed in a tweed suit. And he is talking to a um, petite redhead with her hair in a long braid and little little spectacles on her face that make you feel like, oh, she, she probably should just be a librarian and get it over with. Miss <laughs> uh, Carlson, I presume, and uh, Professor Quinn, I believe. Oh, yes, yes, you have you have me at a disadvantage. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Seamus Quinn, uh, nice to meet you. And you are, sir? Uh, Sinjin Smythe, Basil Sinjin Smythe. Oh, lovely, 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 lovely. Well, I, uh, this my friend here is uh, Diana Carlson. Uh, oh, pleasure, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Charmed. And uh, yes, yes, they've got a little cocktail tray here with some cookies. Would you would you care for a drink, sir? Ah, yes. What what are you having, Professor? Uh, gin and tonic. Well, the same again for me, if you wouldn't mind. Ah, I'd be delighted, delighted, my friend. May I ask how the two of you know Professor Connolly? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I met him when he was at uh, Columbia for a period of time. Ah, fine institution, Columbia. Fine institution. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And uh, Miss Carlson here was a uh, student who uh, uh, worked, worked for me at a work-study type program, and now she uh, she teaches, don't you, my dear? Oh, oh, yes, I'm I'm working at a an, an all girls school just just in the city. Ah. What, what is it you do, sir? Remarkable. Um, I'm a professor of uh, philology at Miskatonic. Oh, oh, what is that? <laughs> the study of language, my dear. Oh. Huh. Well, that's very interesting. So, are you are you well published? Well enough. And he hands you a, a glass that's got uh, you know, a certain amount of gin, a certain amount of tonic in it. Are you in the natural sciences as well, Professor Quinn? Oh, no, no, no. Physics. Physics. Physics is a natural science, Professor Quinn. Hmm. Oh, well, <laughs> I never think of it that way. <laughs> well, uh, 
Men of science these days, they have forgotten their history. I suppose so. Um, uh, Robert, are you are you joining us or are you in your room? What is your plan? So Robert is going to just uh, go up the stairs, you know, caressing the, the stairs as he goes up, looking at every single detail in this place. And then he's going to drop the, you know, his case uh, right next to the bed, take a deep look around. <sighs> Inside, checks his head and and then, yeah, he's going to start going down. Do, do I have anything? Is there anything special in my room, like books uh, or any other piece of art? So, uh, no, there's, you know, there's the, board joining yeah. everyone. Yeah, no. So, uh, so there's a bed, there's a nightstand, there's a, uh, a bureau and a wardrobe there. Uh, you get the sense that, uh, that, that this room was perhaps recently cleaned for your arrival, but that it's not well used. Uh, there's a painting on the wall of some sort of ski seascape, but it, it looks like, you know, it, it looks like something that's been there for a very long time. As you sort of look at it from the side, you're like, oh yeah, it's got the paint. The paint is there. It's not. It's not vibrant colors at this point. It's sort of faded. You know, it's perfectly acceptable and a nice, mm -hmm. nice painting, yeah. but nothing, nothing drawing your attention to it in particular. Very good. So yes, after I drop my uh, suitcase here, I will just start going. I will comb my hair. Uh, look at me, myself at the mirror, you know, try to look a little bit better, try to smile, <laughs> that fake smile, practice the fake smile, and then <laughs> go down. All right. Uh, so when you arrive, there's a small gathering where uh, Professor Basil is, uh, at this point, probably chiding Dr. Quinn mm -hmm. on his uh, understanding of what the natural sciences are. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I will introduce myself as I join the room. Um, good evening, everyone. Ah. I'm Robert, Robert Malone. Ah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I can get you a drink, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, what is everyone drinking? A gin and tonic this evening, it would seem. Okay. Uh, oh, Miss Carlson says, "Oh, I'm not. Tonic. I'm not drinking." Oh. Oh, um, yeah. No, I will. I will have a gin and tonic as well. Thank you. Of gin and tonic. It's a party. You can loosen up a little bit. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. I didn't see you walk in. And I, I'm I'm Diana Carlson. Oh, and I'm she sorry. Did, they, did the girls not make it down? Up to you, like in the way of like, oh my God, there's a lot of testosterone in this room. Yeah. I glad you're here. <laughs> Let's let's have one of those gins to start the evening. Quinny, was it? Uh, just Quinn, thank you. Ah, as you wish. But well, just Quinn, drink. I'll have one too. Well, well, I have to get an extra bottle of gin at this rate. Oh. And, and uh, what do they drink um, in, uh, in France, Miss LaForge? 
Well, if they wine mostly, but uh, if there is something uh, decent, that would be wonderful. That's the spirit. And, uh, um, when is sort of point over, there's a uh, there's a there's a little wine racky type thing here. He says, "I uh, if you're, apparently we're welcome to whatever you want here." Can it, can it uh, could... Is there any whiskey? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes. Thank you. I'll have a whiskey. Hmm. Neat or neat, please. Excellent. Make you a neat whiskey. Is everybody down here now? So I had sort of similar questions uh, about the room and, um, you know, if there was anything interesting up on the third floor and stuff. But I'm happy to take your answer to Randall as also for the rooms on the third floor. Uh, so the only other thing you notice about the third floor is that there does appear to be a small staircase in that uh, north, oh, yep. north corner there. Uh, leading up to what you assume is some sort of crawl or attic space. Okay, so the, the servant staircase, and then that goes directly, or not right next to the uh, yeah. attic. Okay. Yep. yep. Interesting. Um, does like, it look uh, used? Sorry. Like, no. is it? Okay, okay. No, I mean, there's not dust on Storage, in other it words, I, like, I guess my yeah. the question was whether it was likely to be storage or likely to be the servant's quarters. Oh, oh, probably more storage from okay. sort of looking around it. It's pretty, pretty rough wood on the on the staircase leading up to it. Okay. You, you expect something maybe a little bit nicer for servers. And, and, and so you have the sense that at one point this was a nice place and that if there's servant quarters here, that they're nice servant quarters. And, you know, they would want to feel good about how they were keeping their where they were, you know, storing their servants. Um, sure. As compared to where they were storing their stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good repair, though? So, or... yeah. what, what was that? Good repair for those stairs. I'm sure a quick glance could tell if they're sort of rickety from disuse. No, no. They look, looking at, they looking look... at a lawsuit already? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, not, not Nobody except Professor uh, Professor Sinjin Smythe should uh, should check those. I think no, it, it, they they look they look you know sturdy enough from what you can see, um, yes. but they just you know it's a it's it's more like the wood uh, for the stairs in like a barn or something, where you don't gotcha. you don't really worry about having it be polished down smooth mm-hmm. and you know oiled or lacquered or whatever. You you know it's functional. Sounds good. All right. Um, could I have the, everybody who is uh, at this point? I'm just going to say you're all in the sitting room. Could I give? Could I have you all give me listen rolls, please? Okay. Extreme success. Regular. The uh, Smith is uh, speaking too much. I can't hear anything. Failure. <laughs> <laughs> Malone. I have failure for um, steel. Yeah, I think Patricia is also uh, too busy trying to break the ice a little bit to hear anything. Well, this makes complete sense that one of you is not listening to the others talking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You are are quite sure, uh, Basil, that you... uh, 
you hear somebody walking uh, towards the towards the uh, the sitting room door, which has been closed by the behind the last person that came in, and then the 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 footsteps stop outside the door, and then nothing happens. I will go open the door. Yeah, there's nobody there. Hmm. So What's we're in eleven. Basil? I will. We're in four. Four, four. Sorry. I will close the door. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Basil? Leaving the party so soon? No, no. I thought I heard someone at the door, but apparently not. And as you've closed the door and you've engaged with it a little bit, you are absolutely sure again that you hear footsteps outside the door. I will open the door. Yeah, it's strange. There's, there's still nobody there. This must be this old creaky house. Hmm. Some strange echoes in this house. Perhaps if there was an engineer here who could tell us about... Oh! <laughs> I'm alone! <laughs> I will close the door. Okay. And, uh, How many yeah, gin and tonics have you had? Uh, this is still the first one. Thank you, miss. I might step out into the corridor, just go out and just have a look in the uh, main chamber, the foyer area. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's got a, a certain elegance to it all. Yeah, but but no, nobody walking around or anything. Uh, no, not not that you. Okay. Um, you're you're reasonably sure that uh, you can hear some. Uh, Pots and pans over there in the uh, over in the northeast corner. Sort of uh, yeah. you know, the the sounds you might expect of somebody sort of putting together some some food, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, okay. but you don't see anybody walking around. Yeah, I'll head back. Into right. the, into, yeah, nobody around. I don't know what you're hearing. So does anybody have any idea why we were all called here? I presume He's because we received exciting. a telegram. Well, okay. yes, but I mean. I'll, I'll give you my opinion after a third drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. Our good friend, uh, Kenneth. Yes. Who needs our help. Yes. Well, Professor Connolly is a good man. We should do what we can for him. I wonder when he will be arriving. Um, is there a, like a um, uh, bell pull to um, summon a servant? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. That's exciting. Oh, <laughs> uh, basically ring for a servant to come. Mr. Fetter is not here with us anymore, right? He is not with you. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, you you hit it, and you hear a little tinkling, tinkling noise, and um, and then uh, the door opens up, and there's uh, Mr. Fetter. He says, um, "Yes, yes." Ah, Mr. Fetter, do you know when Professor Connolly will be joining us? Oh, I thought he was planning on five. What? 
He looks over and the clock is just a couple minutes before five. So I'll, I'll go. I'll go and find him. I'll be right back. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes. I'm sure he's just taking a little nap. Turns, closes the door Hello. behind him, walks away. Yes. Uh, I don't want to assume anything, and I I don't know if I miss it, but I will turn to both um, Queen Professor Queen and Miss Carson and ask them. So you get that um, telegram as well, or were you yes. here for different reasons? Yes, yes, yes. No, we received received telegrams. We. Uh contacted each other because we both knew that, uh, that it was strange. We're looking for that. Found out we both had received telegrams, which is unusual. I'm not sure what uh, he sort of stops a little bit before he says, I'm not sure what uh, well, both of us could do to help the professor. Uh, but uh, and uh, it's clear that Miss Carlson gets exactly what he is, said. The yes. implication is that she's useless. Well, useless is such a strong word, but not as useful. Let's use that. Right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'll look around the group and go, um, that's interesting. Um, ladies, did you happen to see another guest upstairs in your area? Uh, we suppose there's a Elizabeth Rowland and her brother staying here. Perhaps that's something the more useful of us, and I give the uh, Professor Quinn a significant look, could uh, could find out. Uh, no, I did not see anybody, but uh, we did not uh, rifle Susie bedrooms. Interesting no. that they're not here. Well, not they might be here. here. Yes, no, that I mean, is odd. Perhaps they have gone for a walk or something. Or perhaps but, uh, they're together with the professor. They're all together. Well, that's what I meant. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Well, it is not quite five o'clock yet. We should just be patient. I'm sure. Professor Connolly will uh, present himself shortly. I'll sit back down with the whiskey and relax. Mm -hmm. I take out my watch, my pocket watch, and you now note the the time. It's a very One nice pocket watch, Mister Malone. You uh, work uh, on the rail. Yeah. <laughs> I understood you were an engineer. You you drive the trains. Yes. <laughs> Just how many languages do you speak, love? Are any of them English? <laughs> I believe the official title for the person in charge of the train is the engineer. <laughs> this is quite a party. Yes, this goes on for a few more drinks when uh, William... <laughs> Walks, opens the door, and says, "I, I'm terribly sorry. I, I, I can't find Doctor Connolly." What I've, a surprise! I've... I am amazed. I am shocked. <laughs> I'm stunned. <laughs> All right, somebody else is going to have to take the "I will believe you when you say thing" pledge. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Roland and Mister Roland, are they about? Oh no, they they left a week ago. 
What? Oh, oh yes, there was a bit of a falling out. Mr. Conley uh, kicked them out. Oh, can I have another drink? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, um, I, I saw. I saw the I saw the professor earlier today in in the library. He was working on his project, but he told me that there were people coming, and I I didn't hear any noises in the library, so I assumed he must have gone to take a nap. But uh, it's most peculiar. He did very specific about uh, what you know, putting you all in the rooms and having uh, food ready for five. Perhaps he is in his room getting ready. Well, I just well, checked his room. Sure he wasn't checked. there. Yes. Perhaps Can we, we should um, investigate the library. this library. Oh, yeah. no, of course, of course. Uh, and he will uh, he will lead you over. Um, sorry, I've got to bring up the old macaroonies uh, to number 11 there. Uh, and uh, opens up the door and this is um, the sitting room was you could all fit in there nice and and you know in terms of space and whatnot. This room is much larger than that, as you can tell. It's got a high ceiling. Um, the shelves there's shelves going up to the top of the ceiling, wall to wall uh, books. Um, and in the center of the room is this just jumble of machinery. There's uh, machine shop equipment and electrical. You know, pieces and parts and devices over in the corner. Um, there's a little work table there and a desk. Um, and what's clearly the most noticeable about part of the room is that in the very center of it is a is a chair, sort of a, a dentist sized chair. And on the dentist chair, there's what looks to be a backpack of some sort, but it's a, it's large. It's it's got cables coming out of it and it's there's, there's some sort of hood or uh, tubing that connects into a helmet. Uh, there are boots. Um, it, you know, there's gloves and boots that are attached into the backpack. Um, and then it's sort of towards the, on the right in the back of it, connected to that backpack. It looks like there's like another set of gloves and boots and, and even sort of a, a, a like a, some sort of belt type arrangements as, as if somehow, you know, whoever's in the in the first part of it, the front part of the backpack could strap a person on the back backside. Never so seen I, such a thing. I saw you, Mr. Malone, do you know what this contraption is? Actually, can I make a, um, let's see, what do I have here? Um, I will try mechanical repair. Great. Just to try to make, you know, some sense of what we're seeing here. 91, it's a failure. Well, it's not a train. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try mechanical repair? I do actually have some knowledge in it as well. Sure. Okay. 13 success that's actually a hard success yeah um so you sort of look at it and you realize that like okay well whatever this is it's it's got some sort of uh you know, somebody clearly puts on the the 
the the gloves and the boots and puts on the backpack and attaches it with a belt. And then as you sort of walk over and take a look at it, you realize the backpack is it kind of just looks like a giant car battery. Um, it I just looks him. like a giant source of power. Yeah. Um, Mr. Malone, does that look like a battery to you? <laughs> well, with that roll, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This, this room is too, too crowded. I cannot. Uh, just, just tell me. Just tell me. What do you see? <laughs> oh, Professor uh, Quinn, what's your opinion? Uh, well, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's remarkable, isn't it? I, it's, Could it be it's, some kind of flying harness? I have read stories of these in the fancifuls recently oh yes that's exactly what this probably is it does look like you could just attach somebody on the back as a passenger and fly away oh that's remarkable i don't know where the rocket is but uh hmm. maybe it works on gravity of some sort Ooh, he starts sort of walking around it and putting his finger and poking things around and uh Miss Carlson is sort of following behind and nodding her head. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is fascinating. Fascinating. Is there anything uh, in the room besides all this equipment? Uh, a very well-plenished uh, library. Many, many books. Uh, but clearly, the the idea of sort of sitting in here and, you know, leaning back with a book has long since been abandoned. That This is... It, you know... Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say, uh, this is the kind of thing that's definitely going to need a patent. Uh, I'll take a look <laughs> around and uh, and see if there's any um, like intellectual property, like uh, some type of uh, notebooks or you know something like that, with some personal notes. I don't know, filed away on a shelf, or if there's okay. <clears throat> some type of little work area that we've missed. So whatever, something like that. We're yeah, something important might be that I could snatch up. Sounds good. Claire, what are you doing? I, I was thinking the same thing, that diagrams or schematics might be a good idea. Okay. Just looking to see if there are instructions. All right. And Simon, you are still poking around the uh, backpacky type thing? Yes, I am, but I am uh, being more careful at touching it than um, Professor Quinn. And, okay. I'll, and I'll say, that looks like a big battery, so I would be careful around it if it's charged. Touch all the buttons. That always works. <laughs> <laughs> Just smash them all. Anacellus, what are you doing? Is the equipment is connected to the chair, or the chair is sort of in the midst of a bunch of equipment? It looks like the chair is there to hold up the equipment so that you could, you know, sort of like when you're uh, filling up a camping backpack, you might put it on a put it on a chair so that you could stuff it and it'd be sort of suspended. Okay, so it's not it's not like you sit in the chair and you're sort of the, no, the chair is full of crap. Like that. No, okay. the, the chair seems ancillary to the process. Um. I think I will be looking at the uh, bookshelves then and sort of see what, what type of uh, material there is. Okay. Uh, so let's, and uh, Basil, you'll be doing what? 
Uh, I will poke my head through the door into number 10 just to see what's there and if there's, uh, if uh, the professor is there. Uh, so number 10, let's start with you then. You open up the door and there's a, a wafting out. It looks like, uh, looks like someone has made some sort of uh, uh, steak and potatoes type di uh, dinner. It's sitting out on the counter getting, you know, covered up with a cloth, but clearly getting a little bit cold. Um, you get the sense that this was what you were supposed to be eating at five o'clock, but are not. Uh, is this the dining room then, or? Oh uh, no, no, that's that that's the kitchen. Okay, so it's the kitchen. Ah, I believe I have found our dinner. Oh, that is good. Hmm. And uh, Claire, you are poking around with uh, Patricia. I am. Could each of you give me um, either library use or spot hiddens? Let's see what we got there. A 13 will be A zero one. Ooh, even better. I'm wasting it right now. My good friend. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> so as you're poking around through the notes and whatnot, um, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of science-y type stuff. Um, <laughs> You know, neither one of you are, you know, cert certainly Patricia, it may be, you may have seen sort of some of the language and whatnot, uh, but it's, it's, it's not, it's a lot of it is just, you know, straight, straight equations and whatnot, but you are able to, with those roles, pick out uh, a little bit of language, which with your zero one, Claire, why don't you read out? It's in the notes. Oh, let's see. Well, look at this. It says. The modifications have enabled an oscillating frequency to compensate for temporary shift. The gravity dampener maintains the core polarity 99.9993%. Temporal plasma conduit running hot. Need to recalibrate the matter stream. And I think this down here says time matter field capacitors are reducing the quantum degradation to almost 0.03%. What does this mean? Uh, can I have a look at that, dear? Of course, sweetie. <laughs> this is exactly the type of thing I would like to uh, <clears throat> fold into my pocketbook <laughs> as quickly as possible. Huh. But, okay. but what does it mean, Patricia? Do you know what it means? I'm not entirely sure, dear, but I'm sure, Kenneth, this looks like it might be some details to his uh, contraption here, and uh, I'm sure that Kenneth would like to, uh, and the, she looks at the other professors at this point, these types of things to himself until You're protecting his intellectual property, aren't you? You mm -hmm. are so kind. You Could you give me a stealth roll there, Patricia? Stealth. Uh, let's have a look there. Maybe a uh, well, slide of hand might work. Uh, neither one of them will work unless I uh, stealth is better. But uh, yeah, I'm that's a fail. You got all those luck points just sitting there. Just sitting there. I, Fourteen points. I don't know if I would like to uh, to wrap. Well, did she? I mean, I think Claire just read it out loud anyway. I kind of pictured yes. her more mumbling it to the two of you, but I guess if everybody wants to, does everybody think, Claire, did you read it out loud or were you? 
uh, um, maybe I was just uh, uh, reading lowly under my just just under my breath. Yeah, this is the type of thing that um, Patricia would not uh, she would not care if anyone saw it, to be honest with you. Um, she is used to fighting for her clients' rights. Oh, all right. So there's a certain certain if people want to have heard it, they can hear it. And if people want to have seen okay. Patricia moving it, that's fine, too. Um, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, you know, that's the kind of thing that it will pique my interest. So I will head over there. What is it that you found again? Oh, nothing to do with trains, sir. It, uh... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> These are some private notes. Have you corrected the group, by the way? I wouldn't have. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't have been so rude, except uh, it has been put into the group. I have not so heard I, any corrections. So, so. Robert, uh, as you I. walk over and Patricia's doing yeah, this, yeah. you can see. I mean, there's 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 piles of paper everywhere with notes everywhere. I mean, oh. Patricia's pulled out the specific things of English that she could read. But mm -hmm. there are equations all over the place on pieces of paper and oh, little nice. diagrams and that sort of thing. Those I would okay. like to grab as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, will, I will roll my engineering here. So I think first you have to roll That's a new record. One hour, 20 minutes in, characters fighting. Good, good. <laughs> Just, just let me see it first before you hide it uh, under your. I'm afraid your that's problem. exactly the type of thing he wouldn't. Uh, I, I must protect his rights. You understand? That's exactly the type of thing he would. Uh, that I will. <clears throat> Unless, of course, you would like to have this discussion in court. I, uh... oh, oh, really? Yeah. So I'm his friend, his oldest friend. If I'm, how, for how long have you met him? Uh, have, have you been friends with him? I've been and friends. I'm a little, a little bit drunk by now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a friend and business associate of the professor for well over a decade. And I have well, represented him in other matters similar to this. Give me that, please. <laughs> I, I will just, you know, I, I will try to take a look at them. Um, you know, if I have to Take them by force. Uh, I'll do that. Great. Stop Let's it. hold off on the Stop. inner party violence a bit. Uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Simon, you were doing what again? I'm sorry. I've lost in the fog of war. Um, he's just... He's just sort of chuckling in, um, in the background and continuing to look and trying to make a sense of like um, how the wiring goes and all the all the um, devices. But he's just yeah, he's chuckling at the uh, what's going on in the background. Okay, um, why don't you give me a spot hidden? Okay, spot hidden. Fifty nine is um fail. Okay, so you're 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 looking around at this thing. I mean, it's it's interesting, but it's not entirely clear what's going on with it. Uh, and it's, Anna, uh, Miss LaForge, you are looking around at the books and such. Could you give me a library use? I can. 
Uh, 17, I'll spend one point. That's an extreme success. Okay. Uh, so most of the shells, as you're sort of peering up and down, uh, look like these books have been here for some period of time. You know, um, like when you rent a, a cottage or something and people have left book behind type thing, it's like mm -hmm. that, but an ancestral kind of way. Like, oh, these are the right. books that, you know, great aunt youth used to read and she left them on a shelf and they're still here type thing. Um, but towards the center of the room, you can see that uh, that the books there are, are, are obviously much newer. Uh, most of them are uh, physics books. Uh, uh, one of them was written by your uh, by uh, Professor Connolly, which is nice, mm -hmm. but uh, most of them seem to be uh, advanced mathematics, advanced physics. And then as you're sort of making your way and looking down near the bottom, you realize that a number of the books down near the bottom look to be more of an occult type nature. Ooh. Well, I will definitely, yes. Uh, uh, you know, tuck down and uh, start reading some of those. See what mm. sorts of titles they are. Yeah. So they, a lot of them are, they, they look like, um, you know, the equivalent of, a, of the dummy's guide to the occult. Like, this is what the occult is all about type thing. Uh, and some of them, you know, are, you, you are, look a little bit more scholarly on the, in, on the, on the outside, but are clearly self-published. Um, a lot of them uh, are dealing with, uh, you know, spells and magic and whatnot. Uh, mm. And you rolled an extreme roll though, right? Mm. Uh, there is one that looks a little bit odd um, and you sort of open it up and sort of flip through. And and this book seems to be talking about the great race of Yeath or Yith. Um, and um, there are little notes in the margin um, that don't really make sense to you. I mean, it doesn't, it's, it's, it, and they, they kind of, that the writing is a little bit frazzled. You get the sense that the person that was reading this, you know, either was highly passionate or maybe not completely in their rocker when they were writing the notes in the side here. Perfect. Well, I will, uh, yeah, I'll hold on to that with the plan of, of reading, uh, of using that as my bedtime reading this evening. Sure. Quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so let's try to resolve. Uh, sorry, Basil, you 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 look you were looking out for the kitchen area, right? Are you looking to number ten there? I, I did. Yes. Uh, you, would you like to do anything else? One thing you will notice is that the lights are on in the library, but there are no lights on anywhere else in the house. But nobody's home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, while the others are, are arguing over papers and uh, rifling through books, um, I will leave the library uh, and just go start poking around the other rooms on the first floor to see where the professor has gone. Um, so did you, by chance, when you got all ready to go here, did you happen to pack a flashlight with you? Uh, I would presume not. Well, it is it is dark, and what you realize is that there are lights on the library because there are lamps in the library, but the house does not have electric power. Uh, how did we get from the sitting room to the library? It was in the dark. 
Well, it wasn't quite as dark as it is now. It's just getting oh, dark out now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are there Stadiums. any are there any candles available somewhere? Oh yes, yes. You can look around. You can see there are candles, candlesticks, and candelabras on tables and such. Yep. I I, I do I do have matches for my pipe, oh. of course. So I will uh, light a few candles on a candelabra and carry it with me. Okay. Where are you going there, Basil? I am going in search of our host, of course. Seems only right to look for this to look for the man rather than rifle through his possessions. Yes, you will rifle through his house instead of his possessions. That is much better. <laughs> Does seem a little accusatory, uh, doesn't it? Um I'm it looks a bit dark out there. I might go upstairs and get one of my flashlights. Hmm. Did you bring a flashlight? Yeah, I'm a journalist. I carry flashlight, camera, all that sort of stuff. Oh, all right. In my car. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I will... the, the sun is just just setting in, as it will in September in upstate New York at five. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, get myself a flashlight and head back in. Uh, your light is noticeably brighter than Basil's is. <laughs> Let's resolve the Robert Malone the Patricia truth. punch fight. Well, if you are uh, worried about <laughs> player violence this early, you're going to be disappointed with this. Um, can I make some kind of a dex roll since I was over there early to, uh, to grab the papers, uh, quickly, because if not, I'm going to have to stomp on his toe or something to, uh, <laughs> distract him. <laughs> well, to stop you from stomping on a drunk man's toe, yes, go ahead and give me a dex roll. And, uh, okay. Robert, if you'd like to give an opposed dex roll, we could do that. Okay, I can do that. Uh... Oh. Sounds like you might be in luck. <laughs> well, I got a 63, so it's a failure for me. Anyways, um, but well, how many? How many more papers are there? Like, is, oh, are, they're, they're scattered all over the place. There's little notebooks all over. I mean, as you look around, I mean, you you you're realizing like that this represents, you know, it's been five years since you've you saw Kenneth mm -hmm. since he left. There's like five years worth of journals and entries and this sort of thing on here. Okay. I mean, there, so, there's multiple tables. Yes, Patricia is clearly going to be able to grab the table where these one notes were, but you can mm -hmm. sort of swivel to your left and there's another table with notebooks on it as well. So what I will do when, when I see that she trusts up on me, uh, I'll say, have it your way for now, uh, young lady. And we'll see about that when Kenneth gets back, uh, okay? And I will just, you know, turn my back on her and, and go to the other desk and try to make sense of what his research is about. Sure. I believe I, I can understand that. why Miss Ben is not married. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're already in the hallway, mister. <laughs> she, uh, she actually uh, reminds me of my ex-wife. So. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead give me a physics it. role there. Mr. Malone? Oh, physics roll. Physics. Okay. I do have some physics, and it is um, hard success. Great. 
Um, so you're poking around. And I should point out that that uh, Professor Quinn is also, um, you know, also staring at this backpack and that sort of thing. You're looking at some of the notes and things, and you realize that um, there's a diagram there. Clearly, the, the sort of the notations on it make you realize that, like, the backpacks, gloves, and boots, and and the material around the backpack is is designed to protect the wearer from some sort of electromagnetic field. And you can see he's got sort of a backpack. He's got little sort of wavy lines okay. coming off the backpack, and then he's you know the there's a there's a sort of shield type piece of metal, um, just sort of it, it seems to be attached on. Not, it's not metal; it's something else. It's attached onto the backpack that's in between whatever's generating the power. Um, you get the sense Very of turning, good. It, turning it on without having without wearing it. You know, if you're just standing to the side, might might have might have risk to it of some sort. Mm-hmm. I will, you know, grab uh, the papers, um, give a very hard look at um, <laughs> Spoon and turn to Simon. Hey, Simon, Simon, look at this. Look what I found. This, and I will describe what the um, technical drawings basically uh, explain of what we're seeing here. Um, all right. Um. Yes. So um, he's having he's having trouble. Like he 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 knows what electromagnetic fields are, but he's oh, so it's a shield. He doesn't seem to get what you're talking about. He seems you know not not, and then this is not surprising to you. you. When you first looked at this thing, you were somewhat puzzled by it. Uh, he seems equally puzzled by what you're showing him. Um, okay. Try just trying to sort of understand what it is you're trying to say to him. <laughs> okay, um, that's fine. Um, when I notice that he's not understanding what I'm trying to explain to him, I will say, "Don't worry, don't worry." But this is this is actually uh, this could be the experiment, and I will whisper this because I don't want Bone to hear me. Uh, this is. This is actually what he, maybe what he was talking about on his telegram, you know, this uh, scientific discovery. We, oh. we might be looking at it. What do you think it does? Uh, so I, I don't know, but uh, it's very sophisticated. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it's. It's either magnificent or he was mad. It's hard to tell which, really, looking at all this, don't you think? I will consider the math part for a few seconds. And um, the the math and the physics make sense, so I will check my head. No, no, these these papers are correct. Excellent. Formulas are right. Well, we, we, we must study this then. And he, you know, he, he just starts pouring through the papers with you. Um, are you just going to work with him for a while on this stuff? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay. okay. Patricia, what are you doing? Are you just scooping up as many papers as you can and 
Yeah, well, at this activity over there and the fact that I won't be able to gather everything up, I kind of uh, sigh and instead of the happy-go-lucky uh, party girl that has been uh, in evidence to everyone before, I will <clears throat> change my voice to the uh, the one that is a uh, partner in our law firm and has been uh, in court several times uh, throughout her life and pretty successful with that. And I will say, gentlemen. There has been more than one friendship uh, lost over such things. I can only urge you to realize that there are witnesses present, and none of that, none of those drawings are to leave this house. If you really are a friend of Mr. Connolly, and I will uh, continue grabbing up the the rest that I can. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. As a, as a player, I feel I have to apologize to Steve. I had not gotten Happy Go Lucky Party Girl at all. Oh, you had yes. <laughs> I, I did not. I failed to pick up on that, and I apologize. Well, to most people, <laughs> I think that's because you went to miserable spinster right away without even pass and go. <laughs> Uh, so, um, just, just to clarify, uh, yeah. who was actually looking at the artifact? Was it, uh, I thought it was Simon, wasn't he? Was looking at the what? At the, at the, at the artifacts we're finding here. In oh, room. yeah, 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 yes, yes. So, so Simon and, and, and Diana Carlson mm -hmm. are, are clearly interested in, in this. They're, they're poking around at it, you know, um, you know, looking at it from different angles and like, oh, well, well, look at that. That's that's unusual. And what do you suppose that does? No, I've, you know, he, he never mentioned anything like this before there. Um, Just wait. Um, you're confusing me. Are you talking about me or Dr. Mr. Quinn? Um, yes, Professor Quinn and Pro Diana Quinn. are yeah. having that conversation. I don't know what yeah. Simon's doing yet, but I will ask <laughs> right now. What is Simon doing with his flashlight? <laughs> Well, uh, he's going to start checking basically the downstairs uh, rooms as well um, to just glance in each room just to see if he can find it because he heard noises from the kitchen, but there's nobody seems to be there. So he wants to basically just walk through and have a look at all the rooms to see if he can find anybody. All right. Well, uh, Basil, you were walking doing the same thing? Are you going to stick to the first floor? Are you going to team up with Mr. Simon or go on your own? Uh, well, I believe I was doing that first because Mr. Simon yes. took the time to go outside to his he car. So. Yes. 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 All right. So, yeah, as soon as I kind of light my candelabra, I, I just start, you know, in a counterclockwise fashion around the house. Right. So I know where the kitchen is, you know, poke yep. my head in nine, eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just to be sure, for... because she did ask about it, Claire, are you walking around with the professor or are you staying back in the library? I, I, I think I want to tag along with the professor. Um, it seems like looking for Professor Connolly is important. Uh, everybody else seems to be pawing over the scientific stuff. I'd rather find, uh, find the man himself. If you don't mind... Mr. Sinjin's math? Uh, no, of course not. All right. Well, then, uh, so you look in the uh, in the room right next to the kitchen. It looks like a tiny, um, looks like where you'd sit and have breakfast in the morning. 
know, just you and another person might sit there and have tea, read your paper type thing. Um, the next room there, as you continue in a counterclockwise, uh, opens up into a long uh, dining room. There's a long table going from the east to west. Uh, there are 12 chairs around it, two on either end, and then five on the sides. Uh, the glass door, the glass there to the north opens up to a veranda with a pretty stunning view um, of the nearby mountains. Um, it's a charming house, isn't it? <clears throat> it is. In, in better repair, it would be quite lovely. I assume uh, Fetter is nowhere to be seen either? Uh, he's sort of hanging outside the library, just sort okay. of looking around there. He doesn't seem to be he seems to be waiting for someone to tell him what to do type thing. Uh, Mr. Fetter, perhaps if you could set the table for dinner. I see oh, that yes, yes, sir, dinner is made. We will be wanting to eat. Oh, yes, yes, I, I will do that. Would you like to pick the wine or should I, should I do it for you? Uh, whatever you believe Professor Connolly would prefer. Oh, very well, sir. I will get right on that. We'll have it for you in... 15 minutes all right uh, that sounds wonderful thank you sir really course, we're gonna course. let the gardener pick our wine now <laughs> uh yes yes so you move along there and you get to uh and by the way if anybody sort of is interested in sort of wandering outside and seeing them that's perfectly acceptable uh, you head over to the uh, the next room there. It's like six or five. Uh, oh, let's go with five. There you go. <laughs> but we'll each take a room then. Yeah, we'll, we'll both we'll both do one, shall we, uh, Miss Whitley? What? All right. So who's doing six? I'm sorry. I'll do six. Um, so you open this up, and it's got a, a hanging clothesline in it. There's a wash tub. There's a you know, faucet coming out. There's a toolbox over in the corner and some old cans of paint. Um, and a couple of boxes of soap. Ah, wonderful. And number five there, you look over. This is a, uh, this is a, a it looks like a, the same sort of arrangement as your bedrooms upstairs, but much, much smaller. This hmm. is where, you know, not an honored guest might stay, maybe a child or a servant, perhaps. Okay. What's the unnumbered space between six and three? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's mystery. Nor do I know the un, un, unlabeled space to the to the left of eight. Yes, well, clearly this is where we should focus our investigations. Yes, tear down those walls. <laughs> this is the danger of giving you a map. Yes. Anyway, number three. Yes. Uh, so this one is, um, you know, same sort of size as number five, but there, um, there's, there's clearly sign that somebody uh, lives in here. There's a uh, there's a bed. Uh, there are clothes um, hanging on the side of a chair. There's a comb on the uh, on the dresser and a 
small bottle of whiskey. Men's clothes or women's clothes? Men's clothes. Or both. Nope, just just men's. Yep. Okay. Um, like nice or rough? Is this like looks a lot? Is this like, like gardener's clothes or professor yeah. clothes? No, no, much more like uh, gardener okay. handyman type clothes. Okay. <clears throat> well, Mister Connolly, perhaps he is upstairs in his room. Shall we go up? Ah, Mister Steele. We've verified Hello. that Professor Connolly is not down here. Would you care for, to join us? We are headed up to the gentleman's bedroom to see if he's there. Most definitely. I'll come and join you. Let's look through this, uh, the second floor. All right. Speaking, speaking of going upstairs, um, I would have, like I said, I'm resigned myself to the fact that they've got a hold of a bunch of the other papers. So at some point... Fairly soon after gathering up the first, I would have uh, taken them up to my room. I don't know if that will take longer to do that than what is now. Um, but I'd like to like take them up, pack them away in my bag somehow, and lock the door if I can. That type of thing. Yeah. I would murmur, yeah, go and steal more stuff from Kenneth. <laughs> 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 All right, so you're going to just gather as many papers as your little arms can carry and take them up to the third floor to your room. <laughs> that sounds fine. Um, and then let me just make sure Simon has joined uh, Basil and Claire. Uh, yes. Robert, you're continuing to work with uh, Professor Quinn. Can I make sense of how to use this stuff? Do, do we see some progress? Now, yeah, um... Give me an intelligence role. Okay. Oh, I will burn some five lock to make it a pass. Okay. Um, so what you, you're sort of poking around with that role. Um, you're real, you're sort of trying to figure out how it operates. And there's, um, one thing you notice is that on the, on the glove, um, there, seems to be a uh, a part missing um you're looking at the glove and it looks like there's a like you could slide a small like a a, a rectangular block that's no, no bigger than like a child's block but rectangular so it's not square it looks like something something plugs into uh this this holder that's on on the left glove side there's a piece missing, basically. Mm -hmm. You get a sense of like that piece, uh, and you sort of look around and realize like that connects some of the wiring together. Like you kind of need to have that piece to get okay. the get the get the engine going, type thing. Can I see it here? Can I look for it here in this room? Sure, give me a spot hidden. Okay. Oh, ninety-nine. So I will just. Tell them, you know, oh, we got a missing piece, but I, I cannot seem, cannot seem to find it. It's, it's like this, this size. You see, it should, should be here in this, in this glove. And once we find it, we should maybe we're going to be able to turn it on. I think the the others were searching around the house. Perhaps you could uh, have them look for it as well. I think we should continue to 
at least me and Mrs. Miss Carlson here will continue to focus on this extraordinary piece gonna, of equipment. Gonna make a psychology roll. Yes. <laughs> Let me change my die. I guess it's not rolling very good. <laughs> I'm rolling, it, rolling d8s instead, or what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One d4. Okay. So, 45. It's a failure. Hmm. All right. Okay. So I will I will actually do that. I will actually go out looking for this piece. Okay. And uh Miss LaForge, what are you doing these days? Um I think I'm mostly excited uh that there's some food happening soon. Um, and I might even wander in a little early to the dining room um, as uh, as the gardener is setting it and uh, make sure the wine is, is reasonable and uh, maybe taste a little bit of the food as it's being set out to make sure it's still at a decent temperature and so forth. Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, so you walk in and, and William is sort of bringing in uh, you know, the, putting down plates and silverware, and he's he's got them all mixed up. I mean, the forks are on the wrong side. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't have the small small fork where it's supposed to be, which I don't know where it's supposed to be either. But you know, wherever it's supposed to be, he doesn't know where it is. I I don't I don't know much about Miss LaForge's background. If she would know where you put the dessert fork or the salad fork, but um, I think she would know. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite right. Are you going to help him out while he's there? Or yes. Right left? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, she'll say, uh, uh, perhaps I can uh, help with these parts. Oh, oh, that would be very kind of Have you. Have a moment. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I, I will bring, I will put the food onto plates and such, and then I will ring the, the bell for dinner. That makes her nervous, too. Um, okay, yes, that would be wonderful. All right, and he's sort of rushing back and forth. Um, I assume that there's a, a group of people walking up the stairs. Uh, Patricia, you are sort of uh, rushing up there. Have you grabbed a candle, Labra, or a candle of some sort to get up there? Um, yeah, I mean, you're seeing your way around in the dark here. I think it would be silly to, you know, even in her haste, I don't think she'd run around in the dark up the stairs. So I'm sure she would have grabbed a candelabra because we don't all have a, uh, a flashbulb or <clears throat> flashlight or something like that. So, yeah, I would have probably grabbed a candelabra on my way up. Okay. So you sort of are moving at a faster pace than the others. You get up mm. to the, the third floor there. And mm -hmm. you are quite sure as you get there that you see um, the someone's leg, you know, one foot has stepped through the door into room six there on the third floor. Um, looks to, to be a, uh, a, a, a man's shoe and pant legs and closes the door behind them. Ken! Ken! And I will uh, hustle over to six as I come up. <clears throat> shuffle the papers in a way that I can try to use one hand or knuckle or something like that and knock the door. Ken, are you there? Did I lose everybody? No, no. no. I'm just being no, silent. No response. Yes. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no response. 
And uh, yeah, if there really is no response, then I'll I'll try the door if I can. Okay, the door is unlocked. Okay. And you're kind of holding a candle and a pile of papers. In the oh, other I hand. forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is quite the juggle. So you uh, you sort of are able to sort of open up the door in an awkward way, and you look in, and it, it's a it's a large bedroom. Mm-hmm. And um, and you look around, and there's nobody in this room. Nobody in this room. Are there signs of habitation or? No more than there was in in your room. You know, it's been clearly cleaned up and whatnot, but it's mm. it doesn't look like there's no there's no suitcase in here. There's no you know clothes anywhere in the wardrobe or anything. I was thinking more like a, a personal photograph on the nightstand or you know I don't know a book sitting on uh, the side. You know something that Give shows me an that... intelligence role. Intelligence, you say? <laughs> <laughs> That was good. She's pretty smart with a not one. So as you're sort of looking in there, you realize not only is there not a personal photo in this room, you haven't seen any recent looking photos in any place you've been in this house so far. Hmm. I was. Oh, but by the way, could you give me a Sandy roll for somebody walking into a room and then not being there? Ah, now we're talking. I'll see what her saying is. Oh, yeah. Oh, gee, uh, I don't think a 96 is quite a fumble, but... Uh, no, it yeah. is, actually. It's exactly it is. Oh. need for one. Well done. Exactly a fumble, yes. But it's only one point of sanity, so... Oh, okay. Good, good. So you lose all of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I know that, uh, you know, Kenneth was an odd bird, so in... You know, it's I don't see anybody, so well that's disturbing. I, I'll I'll go all the way in and uh, sort of call his name and you know set the papers on the bed or something and uh, do a little bit of a. Uh, he must be here somewhere. If there's a closet or a wardrobe or something silly like that, like I said, he's he's an odd bird, so he could uh, easily be. I don't know. Maybe he uh, had an accident and hit his head, and he's feeling nervous or. There's so many people together. Whatever. Okay. You you look around for a while and don't find uh, don't find anything. It's very odd. Very odd. All right. I'll. Uh, yeah, I have no real choice, I guess, after calling out a few times, and to uh, take the papers to my room, and just before I lock them up, I'll um. Uh, just look to see if there's any correspondence or something like there that he may have, uh, you know, not um, not notes, scientific notes or anything, but something that shows that he may have sent some of this stuff off or been speaking with someone who would also, you know, be privy to these, uh, have a claim on these, this property. Oh, yeah. No, you don't find any any letters from anybody else or. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that in here. It's, it's you know, and that's not you. You you know these sorts. They're not the sort that are going to talk about their s- discoveries too far in advance. Perfect. Maybe they'll maybe they'll talk to somebody, but you know they're they're not going to be sending back and forth notes on their stuff. But yeah, I would have would have hoped our you know throughout the years we. Well, it's been a while that I would have taught him something about you know rights. So yeah, I will lock those up as securely as I can. 
maybe uh, put them in my bag, slide the bag under the bed or something like that, bottom of the, or maybe in the top of a wardrobe if it's there and try to lock the door. Though I, I doubt there's a key for something like that. And uh, I guess as I'm leaving, I don't know the timing of this with the others downstairs. I'll notice that there is, uh, you know, another door next to that large room and uh, peek my head in seven and uh, call Kenneth's name again. Uh, seven is the powder room. Ah, where we were before then. Forget about that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no way that person could have... Uh, could have left six and kind of gotten past, I don't think. So just kind of scratch my head, shake a chill off my shoulders and go back downstairs. Okay. So um, while you were up doing all those things, we had uh, Basil and Claire and Simon. You were all walking up to the second floor, okay. chatting amongst yourselves. Yes. Sounds right. Uh, Yep, and as you uh, arrive up on the second floor, um, you you know the Sarah sort of turn around, um, and it, it, it just barely catches. There's some movement in the corner of your eye, over in the side, um, and and you see um, uh, Miss LaForge, and she she just looks like harried. Her clothes, you know, there's a little bit of sweat on her forehead. She just looks at you and says, my God, you're alive. We have to get out of here. She runs down the stairs of the servants, the servant stairs. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Forge, what? come back. Whatever could have happened? I don't know. I suppose we should go after her. Indeed. We run down the stairs. I might actually head upstairs because did she look like she was coming from upstairs? Uh, you really couldn't tell. It looked like she was just standing there when you got to the top of the stairs. But but maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe. I might check upstairs. You guys go and see if she's okay. Something's got her. Maybe she's had a bit too much drink. All right. So, Simon, you, you get up the stairs. Um, give me a listen roll. Listen roll. Uh, 16 success may even be a hard success. Uh, listen, yes, hard success. All right. You are relatively sure that you can hear Miss Boone in, in one of the rooms calling out Kenneth's name. Well, I'll head across to it. Okay. It's, it, it really seems like it's coming from that big room in the corner there. Okay. I'll head and open up the door and yeah, look into the room. There's nobody there. Okay. What does this room look like? Is it? Looks like the same sort of bedrooms that you were all in. You know, a bed, a bureau, a wardrobe. Oh, we'll basically search around the room and call out, Miss Boone, Miss Boone, are you there? Miss um, Boone, as you are walking out of the bathroom, you can hear Mr. Steele calling in the bath in the uh, in the bedroom where you just were. Okay, I will uh, 
step over and you know if i recognize his voice i'll say simon ah uh, yes uh, yes yes I just, you i just heard your voice from this room saying calling out for kenneth i yes i was there for a moment i thought i i i could have sworn i well I thought perhaps, you know, that he may be up there. It is a large room and whatnot. So I, um, yes, I thought I'd take the liberty to, to, to see if he's there. And it's, it doesn't look like La anyone is staying here, but, uh, but yes. Miss LaForge just, we just passed Miss LaForge and she was running down the stairs saying we have to get out of here if we want to live. So let's stop there. Claire yep. and Basil, you've run down the stairs. There's nobody at the bottom of the stairs, but you're relatively sure you can hear noise back in the dining room. Did she run out? Miss the Forge. Uh, Miss the Forge, someone's calling your name outside. From outside? From outside the dining room. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes, what is it? Well, what is I the matter? Here. What? Well, what? the uh, he has he has put the uh, the silver wrong, and I'm afraid that the food will be uh, will be mixed up. But there's nothing very serious the matter. Why? Well, but you said we had to get out of the house immediately, and you were so glad that we were alive. How? Well, I am glad that you are alive, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm afraid I, I'm not. Oh. I. What? What? What happened? What? What? What did I say? What? Did, what did I say, Miss? Uh, uh, Whiteley. Um. Uh. You saw us, and you said you were glad that we were alive and we had to get out of the house. Was that it? Mr. Yes, quite. Was I dressed just like this? Did I, did I look like I do now? You were, you were sweating, honey. A bit more haggard, perhaps. Oh. You, have, you have been here the whole time. Uh, yes, I have been helping uh, with the with the food, but um, at this point, William walks in. He's got a big tray full of uh, beef. Uh, din mm. Dinner dinner is ready. Uh, excellent. Wonderful. Well, and if I could get uh, Claire and Basil to give me sanity rolls. Hmm. Um. No. Uh, that's at least a hard success. Okay, so a zero if you succeed and a d4 if you fail. And I think with that, we will close up for the night.